Um, so what we're going to go through today, guys, is why you need a well-defined framework, how to apply the six-step NED method. Um, and this is the thing that I love as well. When you finish a negotiation, you guys are going to be able to look back and say to yourself, well, you're going to be able to evaluate. You're going to be able to look back and say to yourself, did I do well? And, you, and you'll know how to measure well. Now, when I say how well you did, I'm not just talking about price here, the price you got, that's important, getting yourself a really good price. But at this stage, I want you guys to focus on um, how well did you execute the, the technique? Yeah, how well did you, um, how well did you, how, how much more confident were you delivering than you were last time? Because remember, every time you should be aiming to get better and more confident. Okay, so step one, guys, um, breaking the ice. I want you to just quickly think about how much time do you spend on softening up the customer when they first come to you? One minute. One minute. I just ask them just to find uh, any common stuff between me and him that yeah. you can connect with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's searching for common ground. Um, one thing that I do and that I teach is um, a concept called the plus one, okay? Plus one, write that down, guys, plus one. Now, a plus one, believe it or not, is what we call a nugget of information that you can always use when you are speaking with that customer. So, for example, um, let's think of... Um, Ben, um, if I'm just, if I'm having a chat with you and I first meet you as a customer, um, I know I know that you're a lawyer. For yeah. example, yeah, I know that you're a lawyer. Um, ben, do you watch Suits? Probably yes. Yeah, do you know Suits on TV? Do you ever watch that? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not really wearing suits, but no, I, I watched a little bit. I watched, I, I didn't hear it for the first sentence. I watched it, yes, I watched it, yes. Great, okay, that's common ground. Bang, right there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just like, I, like, I will use that. If I know Ben's a lawyer I, and I can think of something to do with law, I will use that as much as I can whenever we're speaking. That's a plus one. That's something that is, um, it's an emotional connection. Um, another fantastic plus one, and most people don't do this, but I would recommend you do it. Um, the family, the family or <laughs> the family. Okay, so if I'm having a chat with someone and I work out that they have kids um, or they've just gotten married or they, they've got pets, you mean, I, I mean, I've got two cats myself, so I, I, I can then get into something about pets. Now, most people won't get, won't spend the time to do that sort of thing, but I will, because I know if I can find common ground or like, I know you have, um, you have a, um, a German shepherd that you love. If we've got any pet owners in the room, you know, you know, the feeling. Yeah. You know, like. I'll I'll start a conversation on that. Um, it's weird, but how many times a day does someone stop and ask you about yourself? Doesn't really happen. You know, like it, it just doesn't happen. And and guess what? When someone takes the time to stop and 
ask me questions and listen, I look at that person completely differently. It's and it's it's one of those biological things. I stop and I think to myself, this person's different. And it, and guys, the great th- or the funny thing is, this doesn't really happen at a conscious level. It's unconscious. Do you reckon Donald Trump knows what to do if he's dealing with one of your customers? No. Yes, he probably like he, he like a skilled negotiator knows what they're doing with this sort of situation. And I'm going to show you in a second. Don't let the customer force the situation. They're just going to try. You've got to think of a different way of doing things. Okay. Yeah. That's why um, this stuff is going to be really useful for you. Um, get them talking about themselves. Do whatever it takes to get them talking about themselves. You know, like, um, like give them a sweet. <laughs> give them something so it shuts them up. <laughs> you know, and then and then and then say to them, okay, so um, why? Like, tell me, tell me why you've decided video is going to be very effective for your business in the next eighteen months. Yeah, what value have you given to them? That's another thing. What value have you given to them before they can ask you that first question? I.e., for example, I know that um, um, when you're looking at the trends in business and digital media, video is is like the most important thing now, isn't it? It's like it's the most important thing. So I would I would be asking the customer, what do you know about video? And what do you know about how video can increase your return on investment going forward? Do you know how important video is going to be to your business? Do you like do you understand? Break it down from that perspective. Break it down emotionally before you do rationally. Okay? So I imagine you could be falling into the trap of when you are asking questions, you could be asking what questions, when questions, and who. Those questions are going to give you closed answers. Who else have you looked at? Um, ABC videos. You know, that's the answer. ABC videos and, um, and um, um, top of five videos. Don't focus on closed questions. Focus on asking questions that start with where, why, and how at the very start, okay? Um, next, guys, the other thing I want you to bear in mind, which is mega, mega important, mega important, um, it's probably in this first um, step, it's, it probably makes up about 80% of how effective you're doing something. But... Um, you have verbal, non-verbal communication. I want you to stop and think about this. How are you saying what you're saying? You How? Like, Sorry? You start to do like this, you're thinking. You start to, when person, when, when I think, when a, a customer start to do like that, you yeah. start to think about what you say. You start to listen to you. And it's yeah. difficult for you to say yes or not. Yeah. So, Yes, pushing. Yeah, yeah. Well, like um, I mean, yes, using force with some people is going to work. It won't work with everyone. If you're dealing, if you let's say you get into a negotiation with um, um, like an MD at a big company, like a huge company, um, force probably isn't really going to cut it. Um, but what I want you to bear in mind is, um. 
with these big companies and these big wheeler dealers, um, the best way to sell to these big companies is, can you get them out of their comfort zone? Can you take them out to lunch? Can, honestly, can you take them out to lunch? Can you take them to the golf course? You know, can you can you get them in a completely different different situation where they can relax and have fun? Do you know how many deals get done at the country club? You know, and at like the most expensive restaurants. Do you know? It's like it's crazy. That's where all the high level deals are happening. You need to you need to get yourself in those places, speaking to those sorts of people and negotiating with them in real, in that sort of environment. If you're just if they walk into your store or it's over the phone, um, it's less it's less you can't connect as well, can you? But if you're in that sort of sort of environment, you're both relaxed. You're eating, um, eating statistically is um, it's like families. Families connect over eating. Yeah, it's tapping into that. So I mean. If you're trying to if you're trying to pursue someone to do a big deal with them, invite them out to lunch. Something like that. Like um invite them out to play a game of golf, even if you're bad at it. Or what about tennis or badminton? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, like I mean, again, if you can get into competitive situations, these people love that. And even if you're bad, even if you're terrible, tell them first. And then say, look, but I'm still going to try and beat you. They love that. <laughs> you know, they, they love that. They love to see a bit of... And then once you've opened them up and you've made them... You, you sort of established a connection. That's when you then start going into the business stuff. But get them to like you first. Um, Guys, verbal affirmations. When that person is speaking to you, um, what's really interesting is this. If you can show that you are listening, and it's very difficult to show that you're listening, but um, if you're using these techniques, like saying, I see what you're talking about. I really understand, I, I get you. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. I'm listening, I hear what you're talking about. Um, nodding and saying, sure, 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 I get it. I understand, I understand that one. You're displaying that you are genuinely listening. Again, when you're dealing with people during the day, how many times do you see someone using these? Using these? Not often. And that's because people aren't really listening to you. <laughs> but if you can demonstrate that you are doing this and you are a listener, you put yourself in a completely different category to most other people. And, and guys, um, what I also want you to bear in mind, um, what you are trying to do in stage one and stage two of this framework, you are trying to impress your customer. You're trying to impress them and you've also got to express, you've got to show them by expression, show by expression that you are different, that you're not the normal business owner. You're not just here to take their money. You care. 